I was able to convert patients when I was handling our counseling at 90%, not because I was good at sales, right? But because I was trained in the art of conversion and connecting with our patients. And I wholeheartedly believed that if our patients understood the value of the procedure, they would choose to make the investment and improve their own quality of life. Success Confidentials are conversations around elective growth. What drives it and what sustains it? Are you ready to think outside the box and do healthcare differently? You'll learn from our missteps, our successes, and change the way that you think about elective healthcare. So let's have some fun. <laughs> let's dive in. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Lauren and Christine bringing you another Success Confidentials. I'm Christine. I brought a business, marketing, and sales background with me into elective healthcare eight years ago and completely revolutionized our practice model to really treat our elective services like a business, our patients like VIP customers, and our staff like highly trained concierge and customer service professionals. I'm Lauren. I was in private practice for four years, but my journey started actually as a patient ambassador. I'm a next generation marketing guru specializing in teaching clinics how to meet their consumers where they're at, which is online, and lead them into action. We worked together for four years in practice and combined our forces and perspectives to really create some amazing momentum and saw an average 60% year over year elective cash pay growth. This year, we've visited some really amazing practices and seen a variety of practice models. It's been really a privilege to be invited into other practices. I wanted to kind of talk a little bit. I know we talked about a recent practice that we went to visit that was really highly focused on increasing their premium procedures, in this case, premium IOL upgrades. Let's talk about this because it's really important. We see some common pitfalls and it can really be helpful to walk through them if your practice is focused on premium growth. We're talking about kind of the dirty word in elective healthcare, which is sales. <laughs> we are in the business of health and our patient's best interest and the best decision for their quality of life, period. We also are running a business and have growth goals and projections that enable us to offer the very best services and technology for our patients. So there really is a balance between kind of acknowledging the fact that it is a business. Elective mm -hmm. healthcare is a business and we do need to be growth-minded while, of course, always tempering that with what is in the best interest of our patients. If we believe in the premium services we offer, then these two things really work hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So I go back to when I started in private practice, and in this case, this practice was an elective eye care center. So I underwent the procedure, which was LASIK, because I wanted to go through the process as a patient. And I knew if I was really in charge of our growth, I had to believe wholeheartedly in what we were offering our patients and that we could really be confident that if a patient was a qualified candidate, it would improve their quality of life. I was able to convert patients when I was handling our counseling at 90%, not because I was good at sales, 
right? But because I was trained in the art of conversion and connecting with our patients. And I wholeheartedly believed that if our patients understood the value of the procedure, they would choose to make the investment and improve their own quality of life. Many times when we work with the practice, there's a big disconnect between the massive elective goals and the perspective needed to achieve them. If the practice surgeon, owner, admin is really focused on growing and increasing conversions, but the manager, team lead, or counselor really views this as sales, it can feel like they're being pressured to sell to their patients. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, they're not gonna be successful. So we really have to start with changing the perspective of the entire team to really see an increase in conversions. Mm Buy-in, there has to be Mm buy-in from the team. Mm -hmm. They have to believe in the procedure that we're offering and the life-changing impact it's gonna bring to their patients. Yes, and believe that increasing conversions doesn't mean pushing patients Mm -hmm. or selling to patients. Mm -hmm. It means improving our processes and our communication Mm -hmm. skills where patients really are empowered to make the best decision for them because they are guided through the Mm -hmm. process really well. And I always love when you talk about counseling, saying that it is the counselor's duty to fully educate the patient Mm -hmm. on all of the procedures that they are a candidate for so Mm -hmm. they know all their options. Because if we're talking about IOLs, you get one chance and we want to make sure that they're educated enough to make the best choice for themselves. Mm -hmm. So it has to come from every level of leadership, Mm -hmm. not just administration, but also those mid-level managers who lead their teams. So one, it really has to start with the belief and buy-in that what we offer truly is life-changing and valuable to our patient. Number two, and this is a critical one that we see lacking in a lot of practices, that it is our absolute duty as patient care advocates, as counselors, whatever our role is, if we are counseling a patient on a medical procedure, an elective procedure, that it is our duty as medical professionals to fully educate this patient on not only the risks, but the benefits, how this would look in their daily life, how this would actually impact them. How does this affect what they value, Mm -hmm. right? We have to really view our role as counseling them on every level of these options and how it would impact their daily life. And third, something we see lacking a lot is that the art of patient counseling and conversion is not sales. It is learning the art of knowing how to read your patient, understand them, and communicate in a way that will resonate with them and empower them to make the best decision possible. Exactly. Increasing conversions is not about talking your patients into something they won't value or pushing them Mm -hmm. into an option that they don't feel good about. Increasing conversions to me can really be summed up in this. It's making sure that no patient declines your procedure or service because of a lack of knowledge, understanding, value, connection, care, or enlightenment that you're offering to your patient in this process. So we recently worked with a manager of patient counselors Mm -hmm. who was clearly passionate about 
her patients, and overall her team. Mm -hmm. And when we came in to really focus on increasing conversions, there was definitely a setback because she felt like that was sales and Mm -hmm. pushing patients into something they truly didn't want. And we see this with Mm -hmm. really great team members who are very passionate about their patients and take their role as a medical professional seriously, Mm -hmm. that a lot of times they just immediately kind of tune out Mm -hmm. to the thought process of really training on conversions because they associate that with sales and that feels bad. Mm -hmm. When we were able to talk through why certain patients weren't converting and what true conversion counseling really means, Mm -hmm. you could kind of start to see the walls go down and the defenses relax Mm -hmm. because she felt safe and that, okay, this is still in the best interest of my patients. This is not pushing something on patients that maybe shouldn't do this or can't afford this in the first place. So let's use the example of the patient who declines a procedure or upgrade or service because they can't afford it, right? We all see this in our practices. Mm -hmm. For sure, we are not talking about talking or pressuring someone into choosing an elective procedure over groceries or rent, right? Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Yes, we're talking about the patient we lose who thinks it's too expensive and is not worth it. So they're not seeing the value in the procedure that it'll bring to their life. And we will miss converting this patient if we're not trained to walk the patient through to see the value in this procedure and easily assist them with affordability options. Yes, we're talking about not, in this case, losing the patient who can afford it, Mm -hmm. but is missing the value. Their interest Mm -hmm. has cooled off and lessened through the process. Increasing conversions really means we are guiding the conversation and process so that the patient who can afford it understands the value and how it touches their life and is able to make that decision through our skills of communicating and educating and connecting. If we really get this concept, our team truly understands it and embodies it, It really can feel good for our team to feel equipped with the toolbox to educate their patient versus feeling like they're pushing the patient into something um, or buying something that they don't see the value in. If a patient is in our practice and has taken the time and energy to investigate what we have to offer Mm -hmm. and make an appointment and come in to consider the service or procedure that we offer them, and we lose them because we failed to connect with them, educate them, and empower them to have all of the knowledge and feelings to make a decision that will impact their life, then we have failed them as medical professionals. This is not sales. This is counseling. For more conversations about how to drive and sustain elective growth, be sure to follow our podcast so you don't miss anything. You can also save episodes of interest to easily find for drive time, workouts, or multitasking. As always, check out our available resources to make your life easier at thepatientwhispers.com.